Here in the Brewfield Podcast, I've previewed beer festivals here in Sacramento, the Central Valley of California, and San Francisco. And for this one, I'll be previewing Capital Beer Fest from Randy Ferret to be held on March 2nd in Capital Mall in Sacramento, California. And for the steps of the Brazil, I'm joined by Lindsay from Randy Ferret to preview Capital Beer Fest. But first, let us begin. Cheers, everybody. Welcome to Brucefield. I'm your host, Brandon, and for the steps of the Brucefield, I'm joined by Lindsay from Running for Rhett to preview Capital Beer Fest, which will be held in Sacramento, California on March 2nd. Capital Beer Fest features different breweries from here in Sacramento and also beyond. There will be different craft beers, ciders, seltzers, and also kombucha for a wide variety of beverages for an amazing afternoon at a craft beer festival and Capital Mall here in Sacramento, California. There will also be food trucks, live music, fun activities, a great atmosphere with which also benefits Running for Rhett's youth fitness programs. So sit back and relax, open a beer or a kombucha, a seltzer, or also cider, and tune into my talk with Lindsay from Running for Rhett in a preview of Capital Beer Fest. Here we go, folks. Enjoy. I'm joined here by Lindsay from Running for Rhett to preview Capital Beer Fest coming up in March. Hey, Lindsay. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for joining me here to Brewstill Podcast. So we're here to preview Capital Beer Fest coming up in March here in Sacramento, California. So well, my first question is, what are the origins of the Capital Beer Fest? So the Capital Beer Fest originally started as a way to celebrate the end of Sacramento Beer Week. Um, it used to be held in February or March, um, typically when it's a slow season for breweries and restaurants. And so they just wanted a huge festival and they contacted us so we could provide the volunteers. And then they also asked us if we wanted to be the beneficiary of the event. And so now it's our biggest fundraiser that funds our youth fitness program for the year. And then also it's the biggest beer fest in the year. And what is the process of organizing a beer festival like this? It's an excellent beer festival. I imagine there's a lot that goes down behind the scenes to get this pulled off. Yeah. So the beer fest planning starts in November. So it's already been in progress or in motion for quite a few months now. Um, we work with all the different entities in Sacramento from the health department to the fire department, um, alcohol beverage control, the city of Sacramento. We just need to make sure we have all the permits and licensing in place. Um, we also invite past participants such as the brewers and the food trucks. We have vendors who are out there selling craft vendors, commercial vendors. We help everybody get registered. So that whole process starts in November. Um, we also also have to order all of the games and the wonderful mechanical bowl that we have out there every year. Um, we invite the DJs, we invite the live music, we just basically, it's a big process. It's a lot of planning. Um, also, we have to reach out to all of our volunteers. As I said, that's a big part is we have a lot of passionate volunteers with Run and Ferret who love to come out and help every year. So um, we joke that it takes, uh, it's a build a city of 8,000 people and we put it up and take it down in about 12 hours. So it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's an amazing event. Also, also promoting a really great cause as well. Oh, can you describe to my listeners, like what are the beneficiaries of Capital Beer Fest? Yeah, so uh, Running for Ferret, we run the largest youth fitness program in Northern California, but it's not only the largest, it's a free fitness program. So this is our biggest fundraiser. Um, it funds a huge portion of that program every year. So twice a year in the spring and fall, we have local schools. They reach out to us. They apply for us to go into their schools and provide a curriculum for nutrition and for running and uh, teach the kids about all that good stuff. And then also as well, we put on two 5K races, one in the spring and one in the fall. So the kids, they practice twice a week for six weeks and they get ready for that race. And so it just... 
it's a great program. And again, this beer festival, it, it funds a lot of that for us, which we um, definitely need and we're appreciative of. Yeah, it's also great how craft beer has a charitable aspect to it. Every beer fest I go to is always promoting a charity. So it definitely does show a really nice charitable aspect from the craft beer industry and from the patrons is promoting these excellent causes and helping them thrive into the future. Definitely, definitely. We um, we appreciate all the brewers. They're so supportive of not only the beer festival, but also the youth fitness program, which in turn is the uh, beneficiary of them coming out and pouring their beer and sharing their beer with everybody on the day of. And for this year's event, what can attendees look forward to at this year's event? Anything new or what can they look forward to from this year's event? Yeah, so we, um, we have over 100 breweries and 20 food trucks, lots of vendors. We have a live band on 5th Street, along with all the DJs that are spaced out down Capitol Mall from 3rd to 8th Street. Um, last year, we introduced the me- Mechanical Bowl, which everybody really loved having that out there, along with all the other games that we have, such as uh, axe throwing and the high striker. Um, this year, new is that we're going to have a beer raffle locker, which or beer locker raffle, whichever way you want to say it, um, where attendees have the opportunity to buy a ticket for $10, and ultimately, they'll get to take home a lot of their uh, favorite craft brews if they win that day. So um, the beers that you're tasting, if you love them, you're also going to have the possibility to take them home with you as well if you participate in the raffle. So that's the newest um, exciting thing that we have this year. From what I saw on the website, there's a great list of breweries attending this year's event for Capital Beer Fest here from Sacramento and also outside of Sacramento. Any examples of breweries who'll be attending Capital Beer Fest this year? Yeah, some local breweries, everybody from Device Brewing. We're also going to have Track 7 will be out there. We're going to have 21st Amendment. Um, from Southern California, there's going to be Rod and Hammer from San Luis Obispo. We've got uh, Belching Beaver, Boochcraft, just a ton of breweries and also on our website capitalbeerfest.com you can go on there actually and there's a tab called froth and fodder and if you click on that and click on the brewers it not only tells you who's coming but it also will tell you what they're bringing if they already told us what they're going to bring for you guys to sample so it's a good way to know and plan ahead kind of get your strategy on who you want to visit and what you want to try that day i love that as well because going to beer festivals always look at who's pouring what it kind of shows you like where craft beer is going in terms of beer styles and which is more popular or which breweries what they want to showcase in terms of new beers coming up but also showing like you know a lot of beers of the craft beer industry is really evolving the past few years and we're seeing younger drinkers prefer more lighter beer styles starting to see more lower abv beers we're also seeing you know, this being in the month of march it's kind of like that time where cold weather beer is kind of going out and warm weather beer is coming in but all these styles at this time of the year just tend to uh you know intersect absolutely yeah definitely um this year and actually in the previous years what we're seeing is an increase in also not just beer but also ciders kombucha seltzers all of those different types of drinks and also canned spirits is a new thing where a lot of the breweries when they reach out to me they say oh can we bring our new canned cocktails as well and of course they can so that's an awesome opportunity to try some other beers too or other types of beers too since the festival has started being organized how has capital beer fest changed over the years with the additions of new beverage styles such as seltzers ciders and even kombucha yeah it's definitely changed i mean um people are bringing out new styles so they like to incorporate so not only are you tapping into the beer drinkers but also the people like the cideries and the kombucheries and those other type of drinks that people like to try as well. So that's definitely a change and been ever more popular and uh, increasing every year when we have people sign up and reach out. It's pretty fascinating to see all these beverage styles coexist with one another at the same event. And I think it's also good too for people looking for more alternatives to beer to try out kombucha or seltzer or ciders. Now some have alcohol, some don't, but it's, it's good seeing that it's you know, bringing in a whole new audience of beer festivals and to explore this world of craft beer, but also showing there's other alternatives as well. And what got your start into fundraising with Running for Rhett? Yeah, so I've, I've been working for Running for Rhett just over a year myself. And um, I've done a lot of event planning and fundraising prior to Running for Rhett in my own personal life, aside from uh, previous jobs. But 
but I just have a passion for nonprofit myself and um, just really love to raise funds for awesome causes. And I've, I've known about Run for Rent for a really long time. And so when the opportunity came up and then also I found out that I get to plan these awesome events like a Capital Beer Fest and other fundraisers that we have throughout the year, I just definitely felt that I needed to apply. And I, luckily I got the job. So I've been having a lot of fun this past year. I've learned a lot in this role about event planning and fundraising. And so um, the Capital Beer Fest is the biggest and the best. And I actually joined on last year right in the middle of Beer Fest planning. And so I uh, got right into it real quick. So it's been a lot of fun. And also for this year, 2024, along with the events for, for, for youth fitness and other events that we got coming up this year for Running for Brett, uh, what does Running for Brett have in store to accompany youth fitness for the year 2024? So our next big, our big uh, season will start up in the spring. We've already been taking applications for the program and we have our 5K race in April. And then um, we also have a another fun fundraiser, another adult themed fundraiser in October, towards the end of October called the Farm to Fort event that's inside the walls of Sutter's Fort, which is a really unique fun event. Um, we have restaurants, local restaurants and some breweries, some that you see at the Capital Beer Fest, um, wineries come out and they pour and it's kind of like a sip and mingle kind of event with live music. It's just a ton of fun. That's the second fundraiser that we have at the, not the end, but in October of 2024. Um, we've also got a great pickleball tournament that we put on in June, at the end of June. Pickleball is a new thing and a lot of our Ronin Ferret folks like that uh, sport. It's a lot of fun. So we have that as well. And then um, another run at the end of the year. So we're very jam-packed full of not only adult events, but also the youth fitness program events as well. I definitely do see running for Red at different racing events here in Sacramento. I went to Urban Cow one year and I saw running for Red was there as well. And also Shamrock Run, seeing different running events and just helping really help raise the presence of running for Red. Does it help get new members and to join the running for Red uh, from these events? Well, actually we do have our adult fitness program, which is another, uh, yeah, another side of our running for Red. So we just had our kickoff at the beginning of January and we actually help adult fitness members to train for the Shamrockin event. So just us being out there, a lot of people see who we are, see what we do. And um, for the Urban Cow as well, those are our two events you just mentioned. And so um, definitely our presence, you see our baby blue, I'm wearing the baby blue crew shirt. So uh, when you see us out on the race course, that's who we are. And we always love to have new members uh, join. We've got um, almost 300, you know, blue crew members right now. And so just every day people are joining on board because we have such a great adult fitness program as well. How can Running for Red assist beer enthusiasts to maintain a healthy lifestyle while also enjoying craft beer? There's always been that world, you know, craft beer and physical fitness tend to not mix, but I definitely see a possibility to them to coexist. But how can Running for Red uh, assist with that? Yeah, so definitely beer and Running for Red go hand in hand. <laughs> we definitely assist our enthusiasts. Uh, our, our mission through Running for Red is to move into life. And so we just want to get members to move, whether it be running or walking or Zumba or pickleball, whatever it is you like to do. And so uh, we encourage all that physical activity while still you can enjoy a delicious beer as well. So if you're out there running around or moving and burning those calories and also have a delicious beer, I mean, some of our workouts that we have actually start at some local breweries like Track 7, uh, Drake's, Dust Bowl. So we'll have our group start at the brewery, meet there, go out, do some physical activity and start moving and then come back and get to meet new people, maybe make some new friends, enjoy a beer. So uh, they definitely go hand in hand. Yeah, Track 7 is actually my local brewery. That's one thing I like about Sacramento's beer scenes. No matter where you live in Sacramento, you're close to an excellent brewery. Absolutely. Yeah. So in Elk Grove is the Dust Bowl. 
people and there's tons of members that meet out there every Monday night. And so, yeah, there's lots of breweries all over Sacramento and they're all so supportive of running for rent. And so we like to support back to support as well and return the favor and go and um, have some beers after a good workout. So definitely you can uh, be a beer enthusiast and also be a running for rent member. So um, you can go on our website, runningforrent.org, if you want to find out any of the information about our youth fitness program, our adult fitness program, Capital Beer Fest. So speaking of breweries and these running clubs they have, can we see them possibly expand other breweries in areas that don't have much of a running presence? that the local brewery can assist with? Yeah, well, I mean, we're always out there looking and trying to partner and see who might be interested in us coming out. And so um, definitely you can always reach out to us. Like if you yourself are, your favorite brewery is a brewery up in, you know, Placer County in Roseville. We're trying to expand that way as well. Definitely reach out to us, let us know, and hopefully we can get some members out there to start working out at your favorite brewery and then you can come out too. Here in Sacramento, we got a great craft beer scene. Capital Beer Fest and California Brewers Festival along with Farm to Fort does an excellent job of showcasing in that beer scene we have here in Sacramento, showcasing good beer that definitely do believe competes with anywhere else in the country in terms of beer scenes. How do you think this helps promote Sacramento's craft beer scene to get more of a national profile? I feel that, you know, the breweries, the more that come out and they, well, we have so many opening all the time, it feels like. And so this, the more presence that we have, it definitely puts our stamp on the map that we are keeping up with any other popular beer town out there. So it definitely helps and um, we're supportive of that. You know, one question um, I always ask all my guests is that is now, what do you do in their free time and what is the beer or beverage that goes with that? Well, I like to run. I'm a run and walker. I've been a run and walker for a long time. And when I say that, I say any beer because I'll tell you any physical activity. Um, some of my favorites, I like myself. I also like hard kombucha, like you're talking about the new kinds of beers or um, drinks out there. And so I like Shorebirds and Rancho Cordova. I mean, I like a lot of the local 21st Amendment has some great beers. Track 7 is one of my favorites. Um, but that's again, too, it's great to not only work for running for it, to also be a part of it too, as a um, athlete or a runner, because then you can go meet up and have one of your favorite beers after a workout. For those who want to volunteer at Capital Beer Fest and event or show openings, where do they go to get information about volunteering for Capital Beer Fest? Yeah, we definitely are still looking for volunteers. We have lots of spaces to fill. Um, you can go on the Capital capitalbeerfest.com website. And when you go on there, you're going to click on uh, one of the tabs on the top. And when it'll drop down, it'll say volunteer. And then you click on that and it'll go through our sign up uh, link so that you can look on there. We're looking for everything from beer pours. So if you like to pour beer, we'd love to have you come out and um, you'll meet a lot of people that way as well. And we also need people to help check in folks at registration when people enter, just because getting 7,500 people to into an event takes a lot of volunteers. So um, we still have lots of room for new people to come out and volunteer. And we'd love to have you join us. And also tickets for VIP and G are still available as well? Yeah, correct. We have our VIP. Yep, VIP is from 12, starts at noon. General admission starts at one. It goes until four o'clock. So if you want an extra hour out there with not as many people to be able to taste all your favorite beers and then go back for round two, um, come in an hour early and you can buy those tickets online as well. Yeah, I think VIP is the way to go. I always go VIP because it's a good way to have those one-on-ones with the brewers, learn more about the beer style and also help that more in-depth discussion about something that might, about a beer that might raise curiosity. Yeah, you just get to talk and yeah, get to really find out more about the brewery itself you know, where they're located, what they're all about. And so it gives you that time where you're not maybe in line with 20 people, but you're only in line with two. So I definitely recommend taking that extra hour and um, coming out a little bit early. Yeah, when I see the GA open up, it's like seeing the floodgate open up, which really does add to the positive vibe of the atmosphere of the festival. And of course, it's on a cloudy day, but the sun does come out and it really does add to the atmosphere and also the positive nature of this festival. And seeing the Sacramento craft beer community come together, while also seeing other breweries from outside of Sacramento come in as well, 
including seeing new breweries join in. Yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of fun. There's a ton of energy. Even if it is, let me say, even if it is cloudy, and it's a little overcast in the beginning, usually the sun comes out by the afternoon or within the hour. So don't be scared. If it looks like it might be cloudy in the morning, it's going to clear up. I mean, last year it was beautiful and sunny after a little bit of cloudiness, but um, definitely a lot of fun. And like you said, um, new brewers coming out all the time. I mean, this year I've already got quite a few new people coming out that you might not have seen before. So definitely come out and check it out and see who's going to be out there this year and keep track online. <laughs> yeah, I saw that on the list. Some new breweries I haven't seen at last year's event, which I see, which I really love seeing new ones come, which I always add those to my list. I want to go there first because I always make a list before I go to see what they're pouring at the event and to see what kind of beer styles you tend to gravitate towards in terms of brewing. Absolutely. And, you know, there's like, like we all know, there's tons of new breweries opening all the time. And so also for the newer ones, it gives them a chance to put their name out there and get to um, show everybody what they're all about. And hopefully you can, like you said, add to your list and go talk to them first. So that means you have to come out during the VIP hour. Most definitely because like any of the beer fests I go to, I like to get there an hour early, especially at VIP, to get more time to check out the beers and also get more one-on-one with the brewers. Yeah. And the new beer locker raffle that we're having is going to be super fun because we haven't done that before. So, you know, it's pretty cool. Like if you go get to taste, you know, three, four, five different breweries and then, oh, I get a chance to take it home with me that day, day of for only $10 a ticket. It's not a bad, it's not a bad deal. So. Yeah. I think I'll check that out. Uh, I think I'll pass on the writing bowl. I'll, I'll watch, but I won't get to take part in that, but I'll, I'll be sure to watch that. But I'm thinking as for participating, I thought, no, nah, I think I'll pass, but the, the beer locker, now that there I'm interested in. Yeah, definitely come check that out. That's a lot of fun. Although I have to say, even if you don't ride the bull, definitely go watch people ride it because it is entertaining to say the least. I remember watching it last year and it was a lot of fun just to watch not even to get on it so it sounds like a lot of fun i can't wait to see it along with capital beer fest uh thank you Lindsay, for joining me here in the brew still podcast thank you that there's my talk with Lindsay from running for Rhett in a preview of capital beer fest coming up in march i'd like to thank Lindsay for joining me here in the brew still podcast to preview capital beer fest coming up in march and also tickets are still available for both vip and general admission but also i highly recommend vip also past podcast guest jack rabbit brewing and kuvi brewing will be attending this year's Capital Beer Fest, and he both brew excellent beer, Cuvée with excellent Belgian beer, and Jackrabbit with a nice array of excellent craft beer. So definitely check them both out at Capital Beer Fest in March. Also, there will be food trucks, excellent activities, and also overall an excellent good time for an amazing craft beer festival just in time for the spring season. So check it out, Capital Beer Fest from Running for Rhett, coming up in March, and tickets are still available. So hurry soon, because tickets will sell out. For now though, that should do it for me in this episode of Brew Stilled. Please do tell your friends and family about this podcast and please rate this podcast on your Zard podcast directory as feedback is always appreciated. Please check out this podcast over on Instagram at Bruce Still Podcast over on Instagram. Please stay tuned for future guest interviews, craft beer content, and other topics of interest. Please enjoy good beer, bourbon, whiskey, and this winter season. I'm your host Brandon. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you next time. And until then, be brewed and be the still, folks. Cheers. Yeah.